Welcome to Game In's Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. It is December 18th, 2018 at 3.36pm. We are uh, cold today. Um, It's a little chilly out here. Um, So, happy second day of Tumblr ban. Um, I'm still seeing a lot of adult content on Tumblr, and, uh, I know that they sent out an email stating that it will take them a couple days to a couple weeks to actually implement the exact ban. As of right now, they do have, um, like a little thing that blocks the content and says that this may contain adult content, blah, 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 blah. So that's with the Tumblr ban. Um, I know a lot of people said that they're going to uh, boycott Tumblr. I don't think that's happening. I mean, more people are using it. I didn't see any uh, any difference. Um, so that's the Tumblr ban. Um, if you guys are out there shopping or ordering, um, the last day for guaranteed shipment before Christmas is on Thursday the 20th. Um, if you are shipping packages out using uh, UPS or USPS um, contrary to the news media when I called uh, USPS they said that you should get it in by tomorrow which is Wednesday the 19th so again if you're ordering stuff from places usually it's the uh, it's the 20th which is Thursday to get items and if you're sending them out um, a lot of these shipping places, except for uh, FedEx, um, states that you should uh, go ahead and uh, um, turn in your packages for shipping by tomorrow. So, in California, I guess you have a little bit more than 24 hours. If you're in the East Coast, you have less than 24 hours to get your packages ready for shipping out if you're sending out, you know, gifts. Um, if you're ordering stuff, order today. Um, so it's guaranteed by Christmas if you really, really want to. Um, I am not going out, uh, to any stores anytime soon. Not even the grocery store because I want to stay away from those stupid lines. That's right. I cannot stand people during these holidays just because they're kind of inconsiderate. Um, and I'm probably inconsiderate too. So, you know, uh, I will, uh, help someone out by not, not showing up. Um, if you haven't already, watch, uh, the, uh, Grim Adventures of Sabrina. I believe that's what it's called. Uh, they have a holiday, uh, episode that just came out on Netflix. Really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoy Sabrina, even though I don't like the actress, as you know. Um, not that I don't like her, I just don't like... How she represents Sabrina, but that's my own personal opinion. Um, other than that, everything's really good. I really do like um, um, Aunt Z, uh, Aunt Zelda. She's really funny. Um, so, also, um, I know on Thursday, Aquaman's coming out. Uh, I need to watch that too. If you guys have been following my things, uh, my uh, social media. You've been seeing, you know, some of the clips I'm allowed to show, um, which is through a another provider. So it's coming out on Thursday. That's something I want want to watch. Um, 
Also, uh, there is a show um, on, I think, Netflix. I can't remember it as of right now. I will tell you guys later. Um, it seems like a really good uh, show or movie. Um, so we'll talk about that later when I actually fi- find out, out what it was, what the name is. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but anyways, um, if you wanted a last-minute gift, and this might actually come later than Christmas, but it's still a gift, uh, apparently you can get chocolate-molded anuses. That's right. If you want to give someone the gift of uh, uh, a butthole for Christmas, you can give them a molded uh, anus gift. Uh, as of right now, you actually get five boxes, each containing three um, molded uh, anuses for $39.99. It comes in milk chocolate, white chocolate, and dark chocolate, all gift boxed. You get five of those gift boxes. So if you wanted to give someone an anus for Christmas, then go do it. Um, they also speci- uh, specialize in molding, but it's kind of late for that. So if you want to wait to give these out, you can actually have your anus molded, which is a little bit more expensive. They haven't said how much. It depends on actually location, but um, you can actually have a molded your anus molded and turned into chocolate treats um so again yeah if you guys wanted to this kind of goes with like the fart jar so if you guys like uh sent out like one of those fart jars for christmas this would be the best gift to give after christmas like a couple days after christmas um as a oh ha 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 kind of deal like to to tie in the two um i think it was pretty cool um, so let's get into a survey, um, uh, and then after we'll take a little break and then we'll, uh, talk about the 15 reasons why your gay self is still single. Um, but first let's go ahead and talk about, uh, this little, uh, this little survey. So according to a survey of 7,000 people, aged 50 to 89 frequent sex associated with greater enjoyment of life if you're a man but not in women so apparently if you had sex more than twice a month if you have sex more than twice a month and you're a man uh, you would enjoy life more um if you're a female, on the other hand, you don't enli- enjoy sex at all. What you would enjoy is frequent kissing, petting, and fondling. Um, if uh, study shows that uh, in men, that if they had sexual activities more than twice a month, that their life was more enjoyable. If they had sex more less than twice a month, their life was pitiful and disgusting and that's right the survey actually said it was disgusting so there you go if you don't have sex uh more than twice a month then uh your life sucks apparently um with this uh study again it was a study of 7,000 people aged uh 50 to 89 um basically they're just asking them you know 
uh, uh, during their life, you know, what, you know, made them happy. And apparently it was sex. So sex makes your life happy. We already know that we're adults. If you're a man, if you're a woman, well, I don't know. I know a couple girls that, uh, that do enjoy, uh, sexual, uh, um, stuff. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back in this one you need to listen to especially if you're single um we'll be talking about uh why your gay self is still single so listen to these brief messages and we'll be right back welcome back to gay men's podcast i'm your host michael roberts so let's get into this. So Out.com, or Out Magazine, did a little thing on uh, why your gay self is single as F um, kind of deal and gave 15 reasons why. So I kind of stepped it up and hired a um, LGBTQ sexual health counselor. To go ahead and put these in order from um, least to greatest. And uh, I wasn't one bit surprised. In fact, I did it myself. And, you know, there's one thing that me and her did not agree with. But again, she's the expert. So we're, we're, we're going to use her. Uh, we're going to use her um, list. So 15 reasons why your gay self is still single. Um, this originated from out.com, so don't sue me, out.com. I did use your list, but I actually put it paid to put it in a, a chronological order. So, number number 15. Excuse me here, you're going to hear some clicking in the background. So, number 15. Uh, you are trying too hard, meaning that you're trying too hard to be in, an, in a relationship. There's a saying out there, actually, with this one. It's, you know... Um, people that don't look for love find love faster than people that are looking for love. Um, so that's number 15. Number 14, you have, um, internalized homophobia. Um, and I agree, there is some gay men, and sometimes I feel like I'm put in that category too, um, where you have this, you don't want to be gay for some reason. It's not that I don't want to be gay. I just don't want to be... I don't know. I don't like... Some, some gay men are really just annoying. And I just hate that one. It's not homophobia. But I just really don't like them. Um, so number 14 is you have internal uh, homophobia. Meaning that you are still not okay that you're gay. Um, number 13 is you uh, wallow in self-pity. There's a lot of people who do that too. They're, you know, um, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm ugly. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Um, there's someone for everyone out there. And, uh, you know, my whole goal with this show is to have self-esteem. Um, that's why, you know, I put out these um, um, podcasts about, you know, picking the right underwear, you know, uh, cleaning your teeth. <laughs> doing all these things, you're doing it for yourself, and, you know, when yourself feels better, I find that, especially in gay men, especially when I was studying, um, cultural anthropology, and, you know, studying areas where, 
um, inside the United States, we have a, you know, different cultures. And I don't mean uh, religious or uh, ethnic cultures. I mean, you know, cultures of LGBT, straight, blah, 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 blah. Um, but gay men are really self-pitying. Um, some are very cocky, but most of them are very self-pitying. So the only way to get your self-esteem up is to look good. I think that's something that we do in the LGBTQ community, which isn't really a good thing either, um, that we have to worry about our looks, but it's, it's something that we have to do. So, um, yeah, number, uh, 12 was, uh, oh, number 13 was, uh, you wallow in self-pity. So put yourself up. You're not as ugly as what you say. Um, I guarantee it coming from a fat, ugly man. I guarantee it. Uh, number 12 is you have negative beliefs about uh, committed relationships. Basically, you think committed relationships always are bad. There's always a cheater involved, blah, blah, blah. You can't think that way. That's so generalized. Um, any kind of generalized thing uh, is just negative. So don't try to keep that out of your head. You know, not every man is going to cheat on you. Just because you got cheated on once, like, you know, logically and, you know, um, statistically, you, you got your cheating out, um, of the, of, uh, you know, your system or whatever, and, uh, your next relationship is less likely to, uh, end due to cheating. Um, number 11 is, uh, you fear rejection. I think this is kind of tied into, um, self-pity. Um, you fear, fear, uh, feel, re uh, fear rejection. So again, um, people that have been rejected a lot or get no's from a lot of other people, they stop trying because they feel, you know, that it's, it's not going to work anymore. Um, so again, you know, rejections, rejection. No, I mean, someone says no, Hey, there's, um, uh, more people out there in the world, uh, and, you know, there's a couple other topics here in the list that, you know, will help you with that as well. Um, number 10, you rush the relationships. So basically, you know, you start dating someone maybe one or two times and then the third time is, oh, we're in a relationship now. Um, rushed relationships actually end badly, um, according to this um, LGBTQ um, uh, relationship psychologist or whatever her title is. Um, she says uh, rushed relationships actually tend to be more violent and end in cheating and or uh, a violent nature in the LGBTQ community, uh, mostly men. So number 10 is uh, you rush your relationships. And I see that happening all the time. Number nine is uh, you have no same-sex role models. Now this is the one that I wanted to put actually as number 15, not as number nine because again... I don't know if, you know, having a good same-sex role model is cool, but I don't know if there are any. If there is, let me know. Um, and we're not talking about porn models because that would be the opposite of the role model that you want. You want someone that is in a committed relationship, not in just a sexual relationship. Um, uh, number eight is sex is no longer meaningful, uh, a, a meaningful intimate act. I, I agree. Um, people are having more and more casual sex. So having intimate uh, sex gets boring, I think, to a lot of people. 
So they can't stay in a relationship with someone because they're constantly having, they have to have sex with one person. And this leads to cheating too. And it's in our mindset as well um, that, you know, we think, oh, hey, we're men, we're gay, we're supposed to have sex all the time with a whole bunch of different partners. That's not it. Um, so, I mean, and again, it be, depends on, on the partner that you choose too. Some couples actually like bring in a third person or a fourth person to the relationship. No judgment. Um, just to keep, you know, the relationship safe and then their sexual, you know, relationship, uh, you know, uh, um, fresh. Which is a, a good point because, again, humans are very sexual. All animals are very sexual, but humans are very sexual, especially gay men. So, you know, if your partner, and this has to be agreed on by both partners or it's going to break everything else up. I was talking to the psychologist. She agrees too. She actually suggests bringing in partners if you're in a, uh, a male homosexual relationship and it's starting to dissolve to bring in maybe a third or fourth person for just sexual relationships, not actually in their physical relationship, just a sexual relationship to uh, help bond that that gap because usually what happens is the sexual uh, side of the relationship drops and that's usually when people especially men um, decide to uh, cheat and uh, go separate ways and then um, dissolve the relationship um, number seven is you fear intimacy there's a lot of people who do that too you know, I'm not talking about sex this time um, intimacy is you feel you fear someone giving you love um and that's a big one too because you know um a lot of people that had rejections like you know uh, uh what we talked about uh before uh, you fear rejection you also fear intimacy um you don't like people touching you or hugging you or kissing you or something like that um and that's a big thing uh because you know uh the other person might like that um so, uh, if you fear in intimacy, it's something that you have to work on yourself. You have to, you know, not in a sexual or a relationship way, give out more hugs. You know, don't be, don't be, uh, timid on, you know, hugging family and stuff like that. Um, I think that will kind of help, um, with that. The psychologist also states that if you do fear intimacy, um, tell yourself that you love yourself in the mirror five times a day. That's actually a good way to, uh, for self-motivation too, is, you know, go into the mirror after a shower or whatever and say, you know what, I love myself. What do you love about yourself? Um, number six is you don't think you're worthy of love. This kind of ties into, um, you fear intimacy and then, uh, you fear rejection and then also self-pity, blah, blah, blah. Um, so you don't think you're worthy for love. Um, and a lot of people think that too. They don't think that, uh, that they're lovable or whatever, or they actually see their flaws more than their, you know, their accomplishments. So they don't think that they're worthy of love. Um, this is a big one. And I actually wanted this one at like number one or number two. This is number five from the psychologist. Uh, you like the idea of him, not actually him. Meaning you're, you're one of those people that uh, likes to post on social media that you have a boyfriend, yet you don't like doing things with that boyfriend. That's a good uh, analogy. Um, so you like, you like the thought of having a boyfriend, but you just really don't want to deal with having a boyfriend. 
there's a lot of people like that too. Um, you have too many casual partners. So this is number four. You have too many casual partners, meaning that you date um, a lot of people. So for example, you might be dating two or three people and continuing to date two or three people until that special someone comes. Um, and there's a lot of people who do that too, which I think is stupid. If you're not a match, instead of breaking the other person's heart, because you know you don't know how that person feels. If you're if you're showing, you know, feels and feelings towards that person, um, you should be committed to them. Um, if you're not, break break you know break up with them. Don't don't continue to you know have a casual uh, uh, relationship uh, with someone. I'm not talking about casual sex either. We're talking about dating, casual dating. So um, yeah. Um, uh, number three is looking for love in wrong places. That's right, Adam for Adam and Grinder and all that stuff. Mm, that's probably not the best place to look for love. Um, you know, some bars aren't even the best place to look for love. Um, even though in the gay world that, you know, bars, um, relationships started in bars are more likely to succeed than relationships started in clubs, dancing clubs. I don't know why that is. Um, to me, uh, my logical thinking is in clubs, there's a lot of dancing and groping. Um, I think in bars, when you just sit down and talk, you talk. In clubs, it's not as simple as talking. You know, there's loud music. You're probably there with a whole bunch of friends that just want to dance, yada, yada, yada. So, again, if you're looking for love, you're and looking in all the wrong places. Um, the right place might be a bar or outside of uh, um, work. Um, not Tumblr. Not Twitter. Um, Facebook is iffy, um, all these, uh, Grindr and, uh, Adam for Adam, those are for other things besides relationships. Um, number two is you have an, uh, unreasonable checklist. This is a big one because we all have this, meaning that, you know, okay, so for example, um, I don't know, someone like John Doe has a checklist of what his boyfriend has to be. He has to be a millionaire. He has to drive a nice car. He has to have a house. He can't have any kids. He has to be white. He has to be six foot tall. He had blah, blah, blah. That's a checklist. Um, and we all have a certain checklist, but make sure that your checklist isn't unreasonable. Um, you know, who cares if he has kids? If you can deal with oh he's a single father that's cool um you know he doesn't have a house but he rents um he's not a millionaire but you know he has a nice steady job that he's been working at um for 10 years oh hey that's that's a good thing um he's not white maybe he's mixed that's fine too um you know uh the thing with with racial hang-ups is a lot of people get mad at at them but remember racial hang-ups I think has to do with sexually um, what you think is attractive um, not physically because physically you know it doesn't matter who, who what what you know racial background that com- that person comes from because all men are men every men ha- every man has a different story 
and uh, you know they can be black, Asian, African, Hindu, uh, Muslim, um, and still have a uh, you know a firm grasp on uh, on life. They can be kind and thoughtful and loving, um, but you're just after one one race, which a lot of us are are, are like that too. We don't. Um, like going after one race, but usually we see that when it comes to sexual preferences, not, not about love. So that was number two is you have a, uh, unreasonable checklist, which I believe, you know, the number two spot, everyone has an unreasonable, um, uh, checklist. And then the number one spot, according to this psychologist is you're not willing to compromise. Um, so basically you're unwilling to say, oh, Hey, you know what? Um, he's 5'6 instead of 5'8, so I don't want to date him. That kind of ties in with the checklist. Or, you know, uh, he used to have a wife, or he has kids, or, um, he lives 40 miles away. That's, you know, you're on, on willing to compromise. Or he's, uh, he's 46 and, uh, I'm 30, you know, or whatever. Um, the point is, is when you find someone, there's going to be a time, especially if you do it sooner than, you know, if he makes a che- checklist of being a good guy, being stable, you know, actually loving you, giving you a lot of time, you know, if you have to say, oh, hey, I have to give away that, you know, uh, stupid check mark of him being taller than five, six, just do it. I mean, it's not that hard. Um, so yeah, so let's go over these one more time from, uh, uh, chronological order. So, uh, again, why your, why your gay self is still single. Um, number 15 is you're trying too hard. Number 14, you have, um, internalized homophobia. Number 13, you're, you wallow in self-pity. Number 12, you have negative beliefs about committed relationships. Number 11, you fear rejection. Number 10, uh, you rush the relationship. Number 9, no same-sex role models. Number 8, sex is no longer meaningful or an intimate act. Number 7, is your you fear intimacy. Number 6, is you don't think uh, you're worthy of love. Number 5, is you like the idea of him, but not actually him. Number 4, is have too many casual partners. Number three is looking for love in all the wrong places. Number two is you have an um, uh, unreasonable checklist. And number one, you're not willing to compromise. So with that said, I think we're going to end the show on that keynote. It's getting kind of long here. Um, so again, if you have, you know, this is this is a good thing to think about. You know, go over these these lists again, and especially if you're single and you're looking, you know, what am I doing that, you know, is causing me not to, to, to continue to be single? Um, especially if you really want a, a, a boyfriend. And if you really want a boyfriend, make sure you're not, you know, you like the idea uh, uh, of him, but not actually him. Make sure that you're not doing that. You're not saying, oh, I really want a boyfriend, but I really don't want a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Just make sure that you're doing it for all the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. We all can change. 
give people chances. That's all I can say. You know, um, you might have to give and take some of your checklist. Uh, but that's a good thing because they're doing, remember, they're doing the same exact thing as they're giving and taking. So with that said, I'm Michael Roberts. You're listening to the Gay Men's Podcast. Um, it is the week before Christmas, a little less than a week before Christmas. If you're celebrating Christmas, happy Christmas. Remember on Friday is the winter solstice. So if you are, um, a pagan or spiritual, you know, make sure that you uh, light a candle for um, for the longest night uh, because that's what uh, winter solstice is. It's the longest night and the shortest day. So with that said, have a great Tuesday. I will talk to you maybe on Friday. If not, I'll do a Christmas Eve special. Have fun, guys.